Hi there viewers and listeners, welcome back to another movie review with 11E8. My name is Paul, or Justin <laughs> Smear with me. Alright. I never really know how to judge that. Because I don't know, I never know what cinema background I'm going to use, so it's all over the place. We're talking about Alien 3 tonight. We're trying to finish off the Alien franchise because we like to finish things here. We uh, start and do a proper job. And, yeah. Should we just get straight into it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that bad. It, it really no, wasn't. No, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. This film carries on from the end of Aliens 2, where Ripley is in an escape pod with Newt and Corporal Hicks, if you remember, and also um, Bishop, who's been torn in half um the escape uh the escape ship uh as an electrical fault on board and it crashes on a prison colony planet uh ripley is the only survivor she's taken on board with the convicts and also a little stowaway xenomorph and fury and blood and gore happens so cast there's a lot of actors in this, a lot of decent actors that could probably deserve a mention. And we might mention those throughout the review, but I'm going to do the, the, uh, the first six, as I usually do. Sigourney Weaver is in this, obviously, as Lieutenant Ripley. Charles S. Dutton, he plays a guy called Leonard Dillon. Uh, Charles Dance makes an appearance in this, very good appearance, I do say so himself. He plays mm -hmm. Jonathan Clemens, who is uh, the medical officer. Pete Postlethwaite, I got that right, that name. That's a difficult name to say. Uh, Ralph Brown plays Francis Aaron, who is part of the, um, uh, what is he, part of the staff, isn't he? Um, is he deputy something or another? Well, the company man. Yeah, no, Ralph Brown. He um, plays Francis Aaron. I think he's like second in command. Right. And Paul McGann. He plays uh, one of the inmates called Walter Golick. I always thought it was garlic. But the way that they're yeah. pronouncing it, I thought it was garlic, but it's Golick. Golick, Golic, yeah. Yeah, there's a number of other actors in here that could probably do with a mention. Um, Lance Henriksen, we'll give him a mention because he, he actually returns as Bishop and uh, the company man at the end. Alien 3. Samir, you're looking rather pensive there. Yeah, so I'm just looking at the facts that I have. Um, Ridley Scott was so interested in this uh, movie, he turned down directing it. <laughs> I wonder where he was going with that, because I thought, what the <laughs> So he said no. Um, this movie was criticised by fans and critics so much. It almost ended David Finch's career. And... Um, I understand why, but at the same time, he got the job, he got on with it. Sigourney Viva had to wear her wear a wig because her two-year-old daughter, Charlotte, did not like her having the shave and hair sort of thing. So she had to wear a wig. <laughs> yeah. poor, poor child. Yeah. Okay, so they, were, they made seven million pounds worth of dollars worth of sets, which were never used due to the fact the script was being changed so often before they actually made started uh, making the movie 
they're, they're also uh, ate up into their sort of uh, actual budget. They were going to do more scenes in the movie of them doing uh, cutting up people, looking at out, saying, okay, this is what may have happened. There's fluid in the chest, et cetera. But the crew was so tired because they had to retake it, and there was so much gore, the actual uh, crew were actually sick to death, and some of them actually were throwing up. It was that bad. So they cut it out in the actual movie and just showed that the lady who dies with them um, when they land, basically, um, the to make sure the, yeah, the, girl, the girl, yeah, the girl, yeah. So that's what they had to make sure um, they, they reduced that because of the amount of there was going to be in that them sort of scenes it was just because the uh, crew were just tired of it uh, the original budget was 45 million dollars including 5.5 million dollars for weaver's uh, actual fee but the actual budget went out of control and it ended up being 65 million and at the time it was same as judgment day terminator 2 which were the high, the most expensive movies at the time. I think both of them were overtaken. Uh, I think end of that year um, by Waterworld, which was about 150 oh, million odd God, dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which was yeah. which actually, which actually was the end of Kevin Cosner's career as an A a a uh, plus A celeb. I don't know how it cost Hollywood. so much. They, it was all water, so it's not as if they had to build many sets, was it? I'm quite sure how they managed that. But, the, but no, the, part the reason, part of the reason why the budget crept up so much for this film is because they actually built about seven million pounds worth of sets that were, were never used. Yeah, but I did mention that earlier. Seven million dollars, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Fuck you, know. You go to different. You go to somewhere else, didn't you? When some of these folks. I, I, uh, well, I, in the end, it made six, It was made for sixty-five million, and at the box office, it made one hundred and fifty-nine point eight million. And I'm going to be a accountant here on my finance. Huh? Not a great return for what they were spent. I mean, it was okay. Probably it might be considered brilliant for the time, but no, I think you could have made at least another 100 million, if not more. And that's the facts I have on this movie. Mm, okay. Yeah. Very, yeah. very to the point and small. Very <laughs> <laughs> few. Yes. Okay. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I, I mean, it's not like you've not heard that before, is it? Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was going to say she said that last night, but <laughs> okay. She said very fast, precise, and very small. I said, "Okay, fair enough, darling." Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for that, Samir. Shall we move on well, to some observations and uh, continuity stuff, Justin? There's no getting away from this film being something that you watch. And if you're an enthusiast in films, which we are, uh, and uh, and you dig down. I mean, I, this film I remember watching years ago, I remember, what's so fucking funny? Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game of two arms. 
Charles, all right? <laughs> so <he's crap>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is it because I said it's a film that you watch and you did you watch it? I did watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying the way you struggled saying that is a movie I've watched. Oh, right. and you, yeah, you can tell you're bullshitting there. <laughs> you struggled watching it. <laughs> so, as I was saying. Yeah, it's when you're when you're sort of enthusiastic about films and and maybe because we do this and we've got to try and find something to say. Um, <laughs> do you sort of boil down into it, whether that's, you know, watching how we <coughs> make uh, processes, which I did with this one as well, um, reading, researching all the rest of it. It becomes quickly apparent that nobody knew their ass from their elbow with this film. All sorts of changes. I mean, they started filming with no script. Uh, they were having script changes every day. They were building sets that were never used. They were filming scenes that they found out the next day were cut already. Why did you bother? Um, it was just a complete clusterfuck. And I think we have to talk to start with in terms of my first observation. And I really think we need to talk about this was that how, uh, let me say that again, how um how was there an egg in the cryo chamber uh was this some sort of super face hugger that was able to impregnate not one or two but three people um it was originally an ox then it changed to a dog uh there's so many differences but why kill off hicks why kill off newt um the dropship, there was no real explanation or understanding of that. And if you kind of think of this as kind of a series where you watch Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3, which do carry on. The first scene is of the Sulaco. Um, So we've got an immediate carry on, um, etc. How? There's, there's no clear explanation of where that egg comes from or what that facehugger does. Well... The face hugger, I found it quite interesting when you've got the montage at the beginning, it kind of flicks yeah. in and out of the credits. Um, the the alien blood, the acidic blood, drops onto the side of the the cryo chamber. Why? I thought that that only happened if you was to cut the xenomorph or a face hugger or something. I mean, I think well, just, I think we assume from that it's, it. no, it I think we assume it. that it's cut itself on the glass from the from the top. Well, see, I mean, you mentioned a dog there. I think it's probably it's probably key to point out the moment that Samir and I watched the. Uh, it's known as the assembly cut. So there is no dog. No. In the assembly <laughs> cut. Right. In fact, you mentioned the ox. Yes. We learn in the assembly cut that the fa- a face hugger has attached itself to an ox. Aha. Uh-huh. Because okay. two of the two of the prisoners drag the ox into the uh, an abattoir, and they they yes. go to spray it and wash it all off. That's so they could eat it. Right. Um, I have issue with the cryo chambers and this that EEV itself. In that the cryo chambers they're in are totally different from the ones that they put themselves in at the aliens at the end of alien aliens. And obviously the face huggers must be must have gone with them or on the way out. The, I took issue as well in terms of observations with the with that dropship 
itself. Um, it when they first were in the in the cut I saw, even though I did see some of the other versions, uh, when they craned it into the prison, it was very badly damaged. You could see inside. As the film went on, it sort of self repaired itself quite a lot. You know, the 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 scanners all worked and everything worked in it and etc. Um, bit I found that sort of a little little bit strange. It sort of became whiter and cleaner as the film went on. You know, and something that's gone through an atmosphere and crashed into the sea like that, I doubt very much would be in that good a position. The fact somebody survived it, okay, that happens all the time, but not as in the increasingly better condition of something as it as it goes along each time it's used. Overall, there's not actually a lot of continuity in this. The I do want to make a honorary mention uh, of Tom Woodruff Jr. Um, the same as we did uh, for Adage Bellagio, um, who was the man in the suit of, of the alien in Alien 3. And of course, it's not difficult to figure out the parts of seeing the alien that aren't a man in a suit because the CGI was utterly, utterly terrible. Um, yeah, but is that because we're judging it in modern day? Uh, I think it, we are judging it in modern day. We mm. are in 92. Technology yeah. is getting a little bit better. Um, but when you can't do something particularly well, you don't hover on it too much. And there's a couple of scenes uh, where mm -hmm. it's clearly CGI'd. And rather than just being a quick clip or a quick flick, you know, because we're not that good at doing this yet, it was very much kept on it. And because there was so much <laughs> filmed, not used, filmed, scrubbed, had to refilm. In fact, there was such a massive gap at the end of the film that Sigourney Weaver, as Samir has mentioned, about the wig started to grow her hair back. And she said, I'm not cutting my hair again. I'm not shaving my hair. So the last scene of the piston and um, her in water, she's wearing a skull cap, um, you know, which had to have all the hair inserted in it uh, and covered. And it was one of the, the makeup artists who did it. So it's one of the most difficult things he had to do was to get this skull cap on and make it look like it hadn't, it was no different. Uh, because she refused to cut hair, and they um, did offer her uh, like a what was it a forty thousand dollar bonus or something if she would cut her have her head shaved, and she she said no. Um, oh, fucking hell, forty um, grand, forty, 40 grand. grand. Yeah, because uh, it was six it was months. A fucking week. Because my yeah. shaving is getting a bit long. I'd do, yeah. it, for, I'd do it. For, I'd do it for forty quid. Because they didn't know how they wanted the film to end. So there was a six-month gap. <clears throat> they, they did a final edit, which was three hours long, um, with, with no ending, because I had no idea. There was a six-month gap between actually sort of getting the final edition, sorting it out, and then filming the end uh, of, the, of the film. And, of course, that wasn't Man in a Suit climbing up and, and, and all the rest of it. I love Charles Dance in this film. Mm. I think he played <laughs> a fantastic part. Very sincere um, with with how he with how he played it. Um, the only downside with that was when they were doing the autopsy, he got a, a, some blood on his thing here, and it kept changing size, location. At one point, it disappeared, uh, and of course, the actual autopsy itself sent the fandoms in in up in up in arms because the body was frozen, so the blood wouldn't have flowed, yeah, like it did yeah. in yeah. in that. So <laughs> it was all. A bit shit, and of course they're all up in arms because Newt was what eight or nine years old, um, ten, yeah, ten, something like that. And it was a different actress; it was a dummy and an actress that 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 did it. 
although she was happy to come back and play the part, but they didn't want to. They said no. We're... Yeah, but there would have been a considerable change then as well. You know, puberty would have yeah. taken place or started to take place in Carrie Hinn. There's no way she That's could have right. come back and played Newt as she was. So, pff, uh, really, other than that, <clears throat> there, you know, when they were at the end when they're filming the scenes, that again, these are all built sets. All those corridors and the doors, uh, they're all completely. Um, uh, built yeah. built sets, so they had to when they were go, well, it depends whether they're going running down the left or the right. Uh, they had to change the lights and the wires over to the other side. And occasionally, if you're really eagle-eyed, um, you can spot that actually they hadn't swapped something around. It's interesting that you mentioned the complete clusterfuck of this movie because it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame, and I think it's a shame for the franchise at this point. But perhaps we should. Um, we should go into final thoughts and, and yeah, I, I just had I just had one more again. Okay. Only if you're particularly glide uh, when she goes into the canteen, even though they've said it's best you don't wander around. She clearly ignores that, and so does everybody else. But she goes to get a glass of orange juice. She she walks with a tray with the, the orange juice half glass, and when she sits down, it's a full glass. Like I said, there, there weren't there were a lot. There's more trivia. There's far more trivia and fact to this film than there are continuity and mistakes. Okay, let's take it to Final Thoughts then. You mentioned about Ripley walking around the infirmary. That's something that I've picked up on. It's something that really started to piss me off, actually, is that they were going to confine her to the infirmary. And numerous people said to her that we're, we're surrounded by rapists and murderers and kitty fiddlers and all sorts. Um, but yet she just walks around willy-nilly. Yeah. And in a yeah. lot of cases, she's kind of just allowed to go, or even well, it's like when, to go. when she wanted a scan. Uh, old, uh, you know, Clemens said, "Oh, I, I can point you in the right direction, but I can't come with you." Oh, that was and when just, she was going to get Bishop. Yeah. So she. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she just sort of wandered off on her own. But it can't yeah. be that important. Yeah. Then. <laughs> and then you've got the whole sort of um, lead up to like the the rape scene that didn't mm. happen because of that. And yeah, it just really started to annoy me. I thought, well, why? We've been, us as the audience have been reminded of that fact numerous times, mm. but yet she walks straight into the canteen. The addition of the face hugger, I mentioned that in the scene that you didn't actually see in your version, Justin, but yeah. you watched with the ox bit and he just holds up this face hugger. And it's about the size of my desk, this thing. It's fucking enormous. <laughs> I've never seen a face yeah. hugger like it. Absolutely fucking enormous. And he goes, here, what's this? And you think, I got that. I got the fact that there was a facehugger that's impregnated this ox with you know, a xenomorph. I didn't need that extra bit of him mm. to hold this thing up and go, oh, what's this? I didn't need that. It was fucking stupid. The section where she's talking to Clemens, the medical officer, you know, Charles Dance character, she just interrupts him and says, are you attracted to me? I, I found that whole scene really weird. I mean, she wasn't like that with Hicks. No. She was attracted to Hicks, I think, but it was it was only implied. It wasn't blatant like that was. Yeah, it was really strange. Mm. It's like she was sort of like just had a sudden major urge. Yeah. Just got to get fucked. Yeah, rather than flick your bean. But, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> but what's interesting about that is in the first film, in the first Alien movie, there was a bit, there was a scene between Sigourney Weaver and Tom Skirrett that was cut out, where the pair of them were talking about having sex with each other, 
about scratching the itch. Ah, uh, yeah. So okay. I'm wondering if there was any kind of correlation to that. You know, it's kind of a callback to, to that, even though that seems cut. Very strange. I do have an observation, and that's yep. um, the chief, the um, the chief jailer, the jailer, mm. when he's talking to Clemens in his office and he's um, asking questions about Ripley. And there's one of those nodding ducks, the perpetual motion ducks on his desk. Oh, I didn't notice that. Was it? Yeah, yeah. You ah. see it a couple of times in the shot. Uh, one time it's moving, right, and the next time it's just stood upright. Uh huh. It also drank the water that was in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning, all, all throughout this film, Ripley is so hesitant to tell anyone anything about the xenomorph. Which is, yeah, for what reason? I mean, why not okay. just be clear about it? That, yeah. and, and why talk about cholera? Why not? She doesn't have to say alien to scare them all and have people laughing at her. She could have just said, you know, a parasitic or a parasite, suspected parasite. Yeah. She, you know, she could have really sort of played it down, but brought across the urgency of what she was starting yeah. to realise. But if you think about that in contrast to Aliens, she couldn't fucking shut up about the Xenomorph in that movie. Anyone yeah. that would listen, it was like, me, 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 me. Yeah. But in this one, didn't want to talk about it. There's two key key points here. Is that the Xenomorph in this one seems mm. to be more savage in its killing. It yeah. tends to take its time in its killing. Whereas all the other Xenomorphs we've seen, it's pretty quick and to the point and it's done and i couldn't figure that out for the life of me um until i did a little bit of research on that but the director of this of this alien 3 wanted the xenomorph to be killing for food it killed to eat it was very strange because you see bits of it where the alien is gnawing at people it's like you know ripping and, and at people and there's a lot of screaming a lot of gurgling on blood and stuff like that. So this xenomorph is is taking its time killing people, and it's not properly explained as to why, because mm. the other ones have been pretty efficient. You know, bang, it's done. Because if you think about <laughs> it, 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 obviously the alien's not killing Ripley because it knows it's got whether it knows it's a queen probably does. You'd think that if, she, if he knew that she was going to be giving birth to a queen that's going to lay eggs, which are face huggers, realistically. The alien, the, the xenomorph, should be not killing them, instead incarcerating them in preparation for plenty of hosts for when the queen is born to lay the eggs to then continue species. So, I, yeah, I guess it's kind of a bit of a bit of a plot hole there, isn't there? Really, there is, and that plot hole was going to be filled. Um, I read something today about um, a particular part in the original screenplay called the meat locker. Right. And the meat locker was going to be another hive scene. You know, we saw it right. in Alien 1. It was yeah. cut in Alien 1, but then put back in a director's cut. We saw it in Alien 2, the, you know, the chamber, all the all the sort of um, whatever it must be, all the secretion and that that's around the wall, and they're cocooning people in ready. Yeah. Um, that was going to be another part in this movie as well. Yes, we do have a big plot hole in this film, but that's because it was taken out at the last minute. If you read the this guys, but it was gonna be a prequel. I read that somewhere as well. All right. Yeah, so if it was gonna be a prequel, it doesn't make sense at all, does it? Why was the gestation period so long in Ripley for this queen? Again, I wondered that was it because the queen's are bigger and needs longer time to 
or or it just it's going to time itself to come but that's part of that plot problem isn't it maybe you know it was waiting to come out of time because it i don't think it was convenient that it was bursting out of her chest as she was falling into lava i think that was self-preservation from from the queen's side it's like shit i'm about to die i need to get out because obviously she was grabbing onto it and holding it wasn't she it was like no you're well yes in the theatrical version in right. the cut that Spear and I saw, um, in the assembly hands. cut, she just falls back. There is no chest bursting out. No. no. I'm really, I'm now, st- I was worried before this recording that I'd watched a different version because I was struggling with what you provided. But actually, as it turns out, I think it's rather useful. It is. Because it's brought it up a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's Definitely. highlighted a lot of pieces. And actually, it's it's made it's made the point of so many different changes and elements, even yeah. to the point where Bishop at the end, who obviously isn't Bishop, he looks like Bishop, but he gets wrapped around the head and you see his ear flapping off. Yeah, so was his he ear's an android? fucking hanging off. Yeah. So, yeah, so was I... he an android? Yeah, but that's not explained either. Because if you remember, he says, it goes, I am not an android, I am the real Bishop, and that's why they've sent me over uh, to prove how important you are. So he was saying he was human, but then again, his, uh, what do you say, ear was flopping. So even him saying that and then showing that scene, it does make you wonder what the hell's going on. Was it a case where I was trying to fool her or was it a case well, that made lies. Well, it's just lies because we know that they, based on aliens, etc., and the first alien, yeah. the, the, what is consistent is that the company want this thing. The next question I want to ask, which I think we ought to move on to, is, is that do we think or do we feel do we believe what is our opinion on this film actually ruining and realistically bringing an end? And they should have left the franchise there. Don't forget, this is the point uh, that I always make about uh, franchise or sequels or whatever uh, in Hollywood. There's very rarely been where the first movie being, movie's been so great that, that, that the sequel's been great. Or the then the trilogy happens. The only movie, and I'm going to I've repeated myself that has managed to do that so far, is Godfather one and two. Otherwise, the second movie is always a letdown. And even in that sort of uh, situation, the trilogy of Godfather, Godfather three was a letdown. But the first two were the only two in history of any movies where they've been as good as each other or bigger as each other. So I think think Alien and Aliens were pretty good. I think Predator and Predator 2 were 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 pretty were pretty close in terms of in terms of that. I I think I I agree. I think I I think I would agree more in terms of you've got to be really careful when you do the third, the trilogy. Look at Die Hard, you know, the, the second one's just as good as the first one. And the third one is starting to tip tip the wrong way. What I'm trying to say is like Aliens, for example, I got criticised saying I've seen the Italian version because I gave it a low score for argument's sake, right? So what what, the say, Italian version? Yeah, you know the guy who writes here, he goes, he must have watched the Italian version given such a low score or whatever. <laughs> he calls you David Beckham, calls you Bex. Oh, uh, right, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, so, by the way. What, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what I'm trying to Love say you. is... Like, Thanks for your comments. Cheers. <laughs> So what, what I'm trying to say is is with Godfather 1 and 2, both of them became classics. Alien 1 is a classic or cult classic. People who like that, okay? Cutting edge two was, this time. Yeah, so 2 was 
pretty decent, good enough to follow one. But this one, hold on, this one never should have been made, in my opinion, because it it was pretty bad. Okay? I, I think it should. I think and it should have been made. But it, but what you've got to what you've got to remember with, with anything like this is that they have to lead on. They have to lead on from each other. And Aliens led on right. quite logically from Alien. This didn't but, lead on logically from Aliens. No. But don't forget, when the amount of changes are made scripts, they had two directors leaving. That's a time. And I know it will cost a lot of money, but if I was in Hollywood and I was in charge of a studio, I would actually phone them up and say, Ben... But they couldn't. Because, they couldn't not... because they'd set the release date before they even started filming. Well, the that's a mistake they've made. But, it had to be done. You know, but that's a mistake they've made. But what I'm trying mm. to say is normally when these things happen, 99% of the time, the movie's going to be a disaster. It's never, ever going to be great as the first two or the first one. Because I this is the first time I watched it, and it took me six hours to watch it because I had to turn it on and off because I just could not get into it due to the fact, as you say, there was nothing here. It wasn't continuing, one thing. And and Ripley's character was starting to piss me off, like you say, just walking around in the middle of these uh, child molesters, rapists, murderers. Why? Well, Someone tells two, you that. There is two things on that, actually. One of them is that this this is um, these are convicts that have found God, Christianity, or what faith? Yeah, yeah. For the sake of con uh, for um, clarity, they have found faith. Um, but they're all murderers. But they, they, but they are fully capable of just murdering and killing themselves as well. I don't I don't fully understand that. No, Pedophiles like there's no kids. That's one thing. Rapist, there's no women, so you can't rape. But you can murder men. Can murder men, etc. The second one, which I found odd, is why were they even running around anyway? Why didn't Ripley just go up to it and put a, a lead around its neck and walk it? <laughs> because it wouldn't kill her, so so she was just standing there, letting all these people running around get killed. When right. she could have quite easily just walked up to it and said, "Right, come on, let's go. Come on, put well, a lead over it." Yeah, but then you would have walk. Yeah, but there, then there was a like that predator. Yeah, but there was a section of that in the cut that we saw. She went and found yeah. found it, searched for it, and she tried to get it out of this kind of corner. It was it was it sort of wedged itself into a gap. And that that was in the theatrical as well, yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah it was. She yeah. She to... hit it with the, she hit it and it was actually a pipe. She was even though as the audience you could see it was the xenomorph. But then she hit right. it with a, 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 a like a bar uh, to yeah, yeah, think yeah, that she was yeah. jabbing it in the head and it yeah. was actually a pipe. Yeah. And, and then it was set all up there. at the top. It was set at well, the top on another pipe. Yeah, that's the, the the version that Smear and I watched. Is that mm. it actually came down from the top and then it kind of wedged itself. Because she had it, had it by the tail at one point. It was trying that's to pull right. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, see another, uh, see another thing. I think uh, they don't explain is Clement's story. I know he tells us that okay, he did something when he was a registrar, etc. And he was talking about this bar, you know, code bar at the back, and he goes, "It was because he was a prisoner." I think they wasted that character because. Even the actor, because I think I love Charles Dance. He's an amazing actor. He's one of these actors who does not is not a mega star in the sense of he won't be like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. But whenever he co-stars or is a bad guy, whatever good guy, he always does a brilliant job. And I think when he got killed, I was that was the sort of interest in the movie for me personally, a little bit over. Because I thought, shit. 
they've probably got rid of probably the best actor there. I, I do agree with you, actually. When they, I, I think they killed him off a bit too soon. I think they mm. could have... It would have been nice to have seen... Because I think in the original version, I think there were a few more that were actually supposed to survive. And, of course, there was a, a, a one particular prisoner that gets talked a lot online, uh, a, a cast member that just randomly appeared. There's two, actually. There's one that randomly appears that's never been seen mm. before. Uh, and also the guy who um, panics and pulls the lever for the piston completely mm -hmm. disappears. Yes, he does. He, he, yeah, after that, you don't see him. No. Another thing that, that, that I think they should have ended the movie, you know, where the trap him and all the explosions happen. And mm. that, that's it. And that was it. They should have trapped the alien and basically had another massive explosion and then should have finished uh, the movie. Because the rest of it after that was just for the sake of being in it. Uh, just carrying on making a movie. I, I, I just felt we're going round and round in circles. We've got a guy who cuts someone's throat and then says, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. Come on, mate. In your in the one you watched, did they actually? I believe they, when they were doing all the painting, all the thing for the fire to create the fire, they did actually yeah. capture yeah. it, didn't they? Yeah. And it went into a chamber yeah. with one of the, the prisoners. Yes. And then, but one of the prisoners let it out, isn't it? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But what I'm trying to say, they, the explosions happened in the uh, chamber. Once yeah. the cha main chamber was shut, a massive explosion should have happened, and that's it. They should have finished and made it. Ah, oh, that's it. They they yeah. they are saved and they're rescued. But when yeah. he let it out, I think that last half an hour, I think it's after that. I think it was going round in circles, same old story. Oh, we need to do this. We need to do that. Oh, we haven't got weapons. How are we going to do this? And then you get this idea why don't we use this to bring it in and we'll kill it but in between you've got all these victims i know it's they thought it'll be great for the cinema but personally i think it was boring i was falling asleep this is what happens when the two uh, the original founders or founder just mm -hmm. say yeah just do what you want i'm done with it Mate, if they you... had any controlling influence in in these films then I don't think we ever would have got Alien Three. I think that they would have said no chance. Not doing that. Not doing that shit. Well, I tend to agree well, because, of course, there's no H.R. Geiger in this one either. There's no artistry of. There's there's a lot of the um, uh, set builders were on the previous ones, but in terms of like the artistry, um, that yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the same. And I think particularly with with Aliens that H.R. Geiger was such an important element mm -hmm. of that whole uh, sort of lot of that, that world, that xenomorph world. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, thought... I think it was missing. That it was too rigid. So this yeah. film was just a complete, it was, um, what's that saying? Um, a camel Beach is a horse. horse. No, no. Yeah. A camel is a horse designed by a committee. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what this film was. Is everyone was just dipping in it. Everyone had to put their own stamp on it. Everyone yeah. had to change something as soon as they came in. I'm amazed that um, Sigourney Weaver didn't have more of a more of an influence on this. I mean, uh, she's she's tied to this franchise. Yeah, you know, she's she was there at its inception. She's the the lead character, the the starring starring woman as well of this. I mean, come on, let's let's. Let's say that as well. I mean, how many heroic females were there at the time in this sort of age of no, cinema? Sarah Connor, that was about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's 
playing a massive influence in this. If I was her, there's no way I'd just be turning up for a paycheck. But she was co-producer. Well, that's that's fucking amazing then that he even got as far as he did. Because I mean, surely that's that's part of her soul in this Mm. whole thing. There's no way in the same position as her. There's no way that I would have stood by and let it be butchered as much as it was. Yeah, I would have pulled the plug. I think, like Samir yeah. alluded to earlier, I would have said, "Fuck it, I'm not, right. we're not, we're not doing this." The thing is, like you say, this movie—I think Aliens, the original, made her into a star in Hollywood. Okay, um, she was a uh, well-known actress, but not that well-known. This took her to that next level. Okay, mm. and as Paul was saying, if it's made you that, you are always going to feel like. It's like your baby. Yeah. You're not going to let it get ruined. You're going to make sure you nourish it, get to the teenage years, and then mature to uh, early adulthood properly. And it's, you know, it's behaving well and all that stuff, and it's doing well. But in this, it feels like, okay, I care about the first one, second one, and the sort of early teenagers. It's got to early adult. Doesn't matter. Here's, here's something for you then, right? How do we know that it was a queen? Put into Ripley. That, that's the point. I don't. We, we, I don't. And and how do they even tell from the scan that that was an? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. So we've yeah. got an unexplained. She seemed very, yeah. She seemed very un- adamant, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Unexplained the fact that it's a queen. How do, you, how do you know? And then we've got an unexplained, overly long gestation period. It's a fuck up. Yeah. Was basic. That was it's like an afterthought, isn't it? I wonder what. It, uh, oh, I know what we should do is just to say she's got one inside her. That that might help the plot line. It, it's just carrying on a franchise for the sake of uh, the gravy train, and this is where I think loads of franchises go wrong. All right. After all that, should we score it? Yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Oh. That's it. Done. Next. <laughs> Okay, I um, I actually gave it six two because I didn't think it was utterly fucking awful. I felt there were some strong performances in there by a number of actors. Um, as you mentioned, Charles Dance, but there's some great performances. I, I think um, the guy that played Dylan, um, yeah. great character, absolutely fucking brilliant. So dedicated, yeah. and and in the end says, "Fuck it, you're gonna die." The only choice you've got is whether it's on your knees or... Yeah. Charles S. Dutton. Great actor Uh, as well. I mean, he's just a standout in the things he does. Sorry, Paul, but that's another plot thing, isn't it? Why, If she wanted to... If she knew she had a queen in her, why don't she just stay in the lead and just just go and run it and grab it and hold on to it and just let the lead pour? Would have killed them both anyway. That would have saved a lot of time. Well, that was was because of Dylan. He wouldn't let her. Dylan to climb out and... um, yeah, but he yeah. wouldn't let her. I, I don't know if that's yeah. because he watched the theatrical version or not, but they were both in there, weren't they? They were, yeah. Yes. And Dylan said, no, the deal is we kill the alien and yeah, then yeah, you true. die. Yeah, yeah. And that's then he forces actually. her up the ladder and etc. Yeah. 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 He fooled her, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, six for me. So, I can't give this more than what I gave Alien, okay? Because I gave Alien two. So, there's no way I can give this more than that. Okay, I'll give individual actors in there much better scores, like Charles Dance. I would give him six or seven. I think he was the best actually out of them. Dylan as well, six or seven. Okay, and because I can't give it better score than Alien, 
it has to be worse than Alien, so it has to be one. That I know it sounds crazy, but I gave Alien two, and there's no way this was better than Alien. So that's my score. I know I might get criticised by fans, but individually, I'll, as I said, I'll give uh, some of the uh, actors between six and seven, but the movie one. Mm. No, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah, although your Alien score was fucking retarded, but we'll move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking two for Alien. Anyway, Christ. So that's exhausting talking about that. Uh, (laughs) You can say that. Fucking sleep. I did enjoy the film. I did. I remembered it and I enjoyed it. Mm. I I think my opinion of it would be slightly better if, if I didn't know of all the controversy behind it and during it. But I do remember the next one being better. That Dan O'Bannon that created the, the, the story in that, he, he didn't die until 2009. So he yeah. could have quite easily have just said, no, nope, I want part of this. Whether for contractual reasons, they said, here's your money, see you later, and he couldn't do anything about it. I don't know. I mean, I suppose if I put myself in a position, I, I do have some, some things at work where I do where I build something and I get, it's all done and whatnot, and then six months later you look at it and somebody else has added stuff to it, completely fucked it up. It hurts. You know, there's a little bit inside of you that dies. And if I was in charge or I created something as poignant and as well loved as the alien, the xenomorph, and I saw Alien Three, I would be close to fucking tears watching that. Yeah, you'd be quite disappointed, it, wouldn't you? It must be soul destroying. Well, on that note, should we wrap this up? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. All right. Well, the usual out the outro, I suppose you could call it. All right. Well, we're on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all likes. Follow us on Instagram, actually, if you've got an Instagram account, because that's where the action seems to happen, is Instagram. Um, You can watch this on Spotify. You can also watch it on uh, all tech sites, more obscure sites, uh, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. Follow us over there if you are watching there. Um, We've broken the 300 subscriber mark. Woohoo! Yeah, I mean, that... Brilliant. It is. It's brilliant. Um, you know, considering how we started this, and now we've got over yeah. 300 subscribers, yeah. I just—it's quite humbling, really, isn't it? When you think of that, you know, and to think that there's yeah. potentially three over 300 people watching this and listening, that's great. So, thank you. Thank you. you are subscribed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Very Absolutely. Much. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're not, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Fuck if you're watching this and it. not pressing subscribe, press subscribe. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything, does it, to hit subscribe? And it helps us out in the long run. That's it from me. So goodbye from me. Thank you, lads. Enjoy tonight. I have to say goodnight from me and uh, great evening, guys. <laughs>